Hello everyone. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know, especially if you are one of my loyal listeners that is looking for a little bit more, I've created a paid subscription option for the podcast for 99 pence per month. On top of this being ad-free and just purely being the essence of the episodes, I will be doing bonus episodes, some personal update episodes, and we'll also include any information, invites into any virtual workshops or online things that I do in the future. So if you fancy it, check out the show notes below with the link and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. I hope everybody is well. I hope you've had a positive week and if you've been having a week where you're maybe feeling a bit down, a bit frustrated, uh, a bit stale or stagnant, that it's always worth giving yourself a little bit more credit than you probably do. I sometimes like to make a list of things that I've achieved rather than a to-do list, so almost the opposite of that, and it's almost a list of achievements for the week, because once we complete something, it's very easy for us to forget about that. Anyway, today's episode is an idea around a happy life. I've called it a recipe for a happy life, and we're going to use the the metaphor of having some ingredients that might be on your list for the recipe. And we're not going to get into the method or anything like that. That's up to you to to conjure up. However, part of this episode is going to be around debunking the idea of a one-size-fits-all for happiness. I would probably say in the last decade or so, happiness has definitely become a bit of a trendy topic, something that people feel they are perhaps even an expert on, but as we know, a lot of even the happiest people can be unhappy sometimes. However, I want to discuss what happiness is for you. What are your ingredients for your happy life? And I want you to think really specifically here about yourself. It might be worth, from a starting point, to take recommendations of things that are attributed to being more happy. Perhaps a simple recommendation and piece of advice for happiness is always to do with physical activity, exercising outside. This is perhaps one that people use as an example because it releases those endorphins post-exercise or post-activity that make us feel good. So I want you to, if you are unsure of things that do make you happy, to maybe take those initial recommendations but you might perhaps be at a point where you are tailoring your life you are tweaking adjusting adapting things as you evolve yourself as you grow and 
I like to think that this becomes a lot more specific to ourselves and our lifestyle design evolution. Some other things to consider during this will be things such as what's missing, what have you not tried, or even what might be out of balance, and some other things that might contribute to this as well. So, let's get stuck in to a recipe for a happy life. Now, let's start from you today. Rate yourself out of 10 happiness-wise. You could take the bird's eye view, the taking a step back perspective of your whole life, or you could just look at today. How, What mood are you in today? How do you feel based on things that have happened today or that maybe are you have lined up for the day ahead? Now, something that always ha- ends up happening, regardless of how rich, successful, and pleasure that's in your life, or on the other end, how tough life can be, etc. We sometimes calibrate to that 7 out of 10. That's where we usually end up. Most of the time, life is a 7 out of 10. Because if you're driving Lamborghinis and getting private flights like all these celebrities do, there must be a an element of that becoming familiar to them. So it's not 10 out of 10 when they do it because they get used to it, which is quite sad, but that will become a 7 out of 10. But also when you maybe have a meal or something that's pleasurable to you initially or the first few times you do it or if you haven't done had it for a long time, it will be 10 out of 10. But after a while, it'll come back down to that, that 7 out of 10. So how are you feeling right now about your life? Would you describe it as happy? And the more important question here is, do you know what makes you happy? Do you know what you need in your life to make it a happy one? I've done a lot of episodes on pain and how beneficial it is to implement that in our lives in order to live a more meaningful life. And meaningful can be synonymous with happiness. And happiness doesn't always need to be a positive or positively connotated thing. We need to sacrifice, we need discipline, we need pain in order to reach levels of happiness that give us meaning. So the important question is, do you know what you need to bring you happiness? It might be something to do with family or friends socially. It might be a pet. It might be exercise. It might be certain diet things. It might be work-related as well. It might be looking after your health. These are all things that very generally we can tweak, we can adapt, we can adjust to make us happier. But especially as we get older, do we adapt or do we just stick in our ways? 
Something that makes you happy at 20 might not make you happy at 13, might not make you happy at 40. So that open-mindedness to change and discovering new things or a different way of doing things you know already. This might lead to a different type of happiness, but it might lead to more intense happiness at that time. So those examples that I've given of the things that can contribute could be your ingredients and the the method that we need to do is your life. What stage you're at. You might be very different to someone who's at a different career stage than you. You might be early on. You might be in your third or fourth job. But this is where it needs to be specific for you. I could go down the route here of talking a little bit around values, beliefs, how they evolve over that time as well. However, the only person that's going to know those things or know them intuitively is yourself. So listening to this, how does your gut instinct feel when you are faced with key decisions and that's where we need to think about the combination of these things what's potentially missing or out of balance you might have seen common pictures diagrams maybe even memes around how you can only have a certain number of things if you want to be successful in your career you need to sacrifice family If you want to be extremely fit and healthy, you're going to need to give up parts of your work or your social life. But this is where we need to analyse what stage we are at, what's missing or what's out of balance that we need to change. If you're extremely career-driven at 21... That doesn't necessarily mean that at 29 you're going to be as career-driven. So potentially here, the thing that is out of balance is one of those things that you have sacrificed, whether that is friends, family, health. Or potentially you values-wise have always been very driven by family and socialising that has taken a hit on your career or your discipline in some form, shape or form. And maybe it's time for you to jump jump into your career a little bit more. So this is what I mean when I'm talking about either what's missing or what's out of balance. But it does take, it does require you to take a step back in order to realize this, in order to be aware of it, and in order to ask yourself the big questions of what do I need to do and am I going to be happier if I do it? Or am I just going to be the same? There's no point in doing something for the sake of something. You need to recognize about what living and leading a happy life means to you. If career is the one thing that's going to make you proud and happy with your life and you know that you can look back knowing that that was how your life was supposed to live of course you're going to be happy 
one of the big stereotypes that exists, and this is from a majority point of view, is that people do work too much, that it does sacrifice on other things that they wish they had done looking back. But it's important to question these things from your own individual perspective. I've talked a bit about stages here, and I think it's important that we recognize the importance of timing with these things. There's going to be times in your life where you do need to make friends, you do need to socialize. If you want to put it one way or another, you need to network so that you're looking out for people and that will pay back in dividends. But if you miss out on that opportunity, there's sometimes no going back. If you don't hone in on getting to know your parents when you are younger or maybe as an early adult, you might, you will not get that time back later on. So are you going to be happy knowing that you didn't spend enough time getting to know your parents enough? Apologies if that's a bit of an extreme example, but it's a profound example that emphasizes the importance of timing with some of these things. Health. Health can, the body's an amazing thing. Health can be reversed miraculously sometimes. However, years of abusing your body health-wise, the most obvious one here is through diet, being bad, through not exercising and probably working too much in a stressful environment. There probably will be a bit of an extreme example that will require you to alter your lifestyle in order to continue to live healthily. However, What if that opportunity doesn't come or it's something more serious? You're not going to get that time back. So recognizing what makes you happy at that time is so important. And lastly, that leads me down the the road of looking at two really important ingredients for how we utilize this method for our recipe. And that is experimenting and utilizing our experience. So experimenting is important so that we can realize what's right for us. It's very easy to get caught up in trends that the majority follow. If there's one thing that I'm learning as I get older, it is that so many things are told to us that we need to be compliant with that don't suit us experimenting with different things is so important to work out and listen to our bodies and our minds. At the moment, there's a lot of meditation is the best thing in the world, but it might not work for you. Meditation is becoming a trend because it's been, in the West, it's not as profound as it is in the East. So it's almost new to people. It's almost like it's getting unlocked to an extent. So it might be right for you and it might be something that you find that's incredible, but it might also not be. So there's no point in trying to persist with something that doesn't work for you or doesn't land with you. It's the same with diet. Up until a few years ago, I had never thought of trying something like keto or fasting. But these things are things that I've experimented with and I like some of them and I don't like some of them, but I've gone through that experience experimentation of 
what might work for me. And then there's experience. Going through these experiences, seeing how they make us feel. Do they make us happier? Do they not? Reflecting upon those experiences and raising our awareness around them. Providing perspective to others. People like hearing about experiences. People like to hear how you got on with it to see if it would suit them as well. So reflecting upon any experiences you have is just as important as going through that experimentation. If you go through the experiment and don't reflect upon anything, there's no point in in doing it, essentially. You won't know the effect or the impact that has on you. So does it make you happier is the really, really important question here. And that's us for just now. These are my surface level, my initial thoughts around a recipe for a happy life, looking at all the different facets and ingredients that exist within our life, our career, our family, our friends, our health, our exercise, even wealth on top of jobs and things like that as well, lifestyle design, but the method is up to you. The things that are missing that we need to add, we maybe even need to season our life and looking at those things that are maybe out of balance, understanding that timing is key and looking at the importance of experimenting and the importance of our experience to that as well. So, as always, I hope you enjoyed that and thank you very much for listening and I will see you all next time. Cheers. Hey guys, me again. I hope you enjoyed that episode and if you're not ready for the Becoming Unstuck in 30 Days self-led course quite yet, why don't you try my free ebook I created? Five simple steps to improve yourself and your life. I made this during the very first lockdown of the pandemic in the early days of the self-improvement project. It's a quick go-to when you're feeling unsure what to work on when improving yourself or your lifestyle. And the great starting point if you're trying to figure out how to live a more fulfilling and simple life. The link for this will be in the show notes for you. Have a good one. 